So we'll now take the first uh, segment of questions here for the Coach on Campus program here at Mayor World School today. The first set of questions are around communication skills. And let's see what you got. I think we'll start with you, sir. If our communication skills are better, mm -hmm. how does it help in making a name for ourselves? If your communication skills are better than other people, how will it help you make a name for yourselves? Or in a tremendous, in a big way, in a huge way. As I told you already, here are the things that will determine your long-term success. Your basic intelligence, yes or no? That's one. Your common sense, huge. Communication skills, huge. I would say, if you can grab these three C's, the three C's, common sense, communication skills, and clarity. What are the three C's? Common sense, communication skills, and clarity. Clarity about who you are, what you want to do, It'll come slowly, it doesn't come overnight, but these three C's, common sense, communication skills, and clarity, right? Now, education does not always give us these three. I respect the fact, I'm in an educational institute, I, I am in the, the industry of education, I respect the fact, but these three things are usually not given out in the other C, which is the classroom. The classroom usually does not provide common sense, communication skills, or clarity. It has another very important role. I'm not saying that classrooms give us information and they teach us about the curriculum and so many other things. But these three C's will help you get an edge over the others, which are communication skills, common sense, common sense in no particular order, no sequence. You don't have to go memorize one, two, three, any, any order, all right? So communication skills is your opportunity. Um, developing a good communication skills will give you the opportunity to express yourself better to understand other people better, to have better emotional intelligence, to recover from mistakes, to, um, if you have a business idea, to pitch to you, to present well to your investors who are going to put money into your business. If you are a boss, to take your team along to where your, what your vision is, right? If you're an employee, to contribute significantly to your company. So in so many ways, communication skills help you make a name for yourself. Now let me, let me clarify that with an example. Imagine the whole city is stuck in a traffic, right? Because they all left home at the same time. Does that usually happen outside the school, right? It's not the whole city, but a big chunk. Because most of the um, people coming in are coming in during exactly the same time slots. Imagine somebody were to be here 10 minutes early. How much? 10, 10 or 15 minutes early. Would they find any traffic? Probably not. Probably the roads will be empty 15 minutes. Now, how many minutes are we talking about? 50. Is that huge? No, it's not much. What, will the what is the benefit I will get? Zero stress, clean roads. I can have a good time. 15 minutes. Same way, every little improvement in your communication skills will help you go on the road where you will find no traffic jams. This road is called the extra mile. What's it called? Extra, extra mile. mile. If you commit to going the extra mile in developing the three C's, which are communication, communication skills, common, common sense, sense and, clarity. and clarity, you will go the extra mile and there will be very little traffic. So you can go faster and more effectively in your career, whatever your career is. You pick acting tomorrow, communication skills will help. Yes or no? Yes. You pick politics tomorrow, by your bueno, communication skills will help you tomorrow. You pick uh, sports tomorrow, you win the cup, you got to give a speech to the sports channel, right? 
your communication skills will help you not only just after winning the cup but even you captain of the team or a, play, a member of the team you got to tell your team members what's going on how you have to change strategy how, what you have to do how you have to adapt right you launch a startup tomorrow but the boss doesn't communicate very well what happens you hire 50 people you got 2 billion dollar funding boss doesn't know boss doesn't have the three c's what are they communication skills common sense clarity boss doesn't have clarity what he's doing with the startup doesn't have the common sense doesn't have communication skills what will the 50 people do they'll come in log in their attendance and go home get their money at the end of the month few months later company will go bankrupt you with me any field that you go in good communication skills will help you gain an edge over other people who might be similar in terms of their academic qualifications or background or other things so work hard on not just communication skills but the three c's which are communication skills common, common sense, sense and clarity thank you very much i hope that answers your question we now move on to the next bunch of questions on communication skills and public speaking i believe you have a question how can we help students overcome their fear of public speaking the fear of public speaking greater than the fear of death itself good question we'll come to that okay let's listen to the next question in communication skills how can we overcome stage fright and be more confident mm the first time i got up to speak my leg sat down <laughs> good question let's take the next question in the communication skills segment how would you suggest a student to gain confidence for public speaking okay that's a great question uh, how do i gain the confidence to speak in public which means i have good ideas but i need need to get gain more confidence good question thank you how do we encourage children to do public speaking and how can we say it gains confidence so how do we encourage youngsters to be more confident while speaking in public and how will good public speaking help improve their confidence what's the correlation there that's your question great question thank you do you know what you listen to all these questions i have listened to them i've listened to them several times before they're very common these things i've been through personally so i will reflect on my personal journey also it's very human to experience these emotions fear doubt uncertainty um there's a lot going on in your head or the fact that will i remember all the information towards the end or not there is your brain is um, firing on all engines while you're speaking in public you know truth be told there was a there was a survey in the united states to ask people about their biggest fears and do you know something interesting fear number 1 fear of public speaking fear number 2 fear of death <laughs> which means what some people be like bhagwan utha lo bas aaj theek hai i would rather be dead rather than go on stage and speak that's how this could be is this a rational fear irrational fear rational no i've been doing it rational fear is this is a rational fear walking in the middle of the road and boom car comes and hits me right irrational fear fear of dark fear of dark outside is an irrational fear you know how do you confront your irrational fears fear of heights and things like that some fears are there's a genuine danger present fear of public speaking genuine danger what's the worst i have a bunch of people who look disinterested so right i ignore you <laughs> i focus elsewhere i focus on folks who are smiling and who are participating right it's an irrational fear but nevertheless it is a fear so the big question is how do i counter it How do you counter irrational fears? Thank you very much. How do you overcome fear of dark, fear of the dark or fear of strangers or things like that? By challenging your beliefs. How do you do it? 
challenging your beliefs. If we've been taught, and we were, th th that was with good intentions. If parents taught us, don't talk to strangers, don't talk to strangers. And here you have, you're in grade 10th or 11th, you have a speaker coming in and saying, talk to 30 strangers in the next 30 days. You're like, no, 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 mister. That's not what my mom told me. Mom said, don't talk to strangers. Don't accept chocolates from strangers. Where are you, the chocolate folks, right? And now he's giving out chocolates and he's saying, talk to strangers. How do I do that? There's suddenly, it's hitting a roadblock. A what? Roadblock. That is internal. It's a mental roadblock. It's irrational. We have to step out of it. We've been trained to shut up, sit down, and not express ourselves. Public speaking involves the danger of stepping up, coming in the limelight, sharing what you feel, which opens you up. It makes you vulnerable right now, right? It does. Human beings, we don't like being vulnerable. Look at me. If, if, if I'm in front of 1,000, crowd of 1,000, audience of 1,000, I'm vulnerable. Anybody can shoot a gun from anywhere and I'll be like, easy target. Boom. Right? But that's not what happens in public speaking. It happens sometimes. But not all the time, right? <laughs> not happen, doesn't happen all the time. But you're vulnerable in another sense. I mean, somebody gets up and say, I disagree with what you're saying. All right. That's fine. You have to learn how to not take it personally. You have to learn how not to take it personally. You have to learn to believe in yourself. You have to learn to ignore a lot of um, things which are not working well in your favor. Focus on the things which are working in your favor. You have an audience of 50 in front of you, 10 look disinterested. How many are interested? But where do you pay attention the most? The 10. You're like want, secretly worshipping in your mind. Please pay attention. <laughs> please, pay, please laugh on my joke. Please laugh. Please participate in this. No, ignore the 10. Get focus on this 40. Right? You have an election somewhere. 100 people vote. How many do I need to win the election? Some of you are not sure. Easy math. 51. What does that mean? I get 51 votes. I'm elected president of the committee. What does that mean? Well, we do. If we have to function effectively afterwards. But you have a point. I'll come to it. But what does it mean? Agree. But there is, if I take it personally, what, what does it mean? That these 49 people, where are you? You woke up in the morning. You dressed up. You came to the ballot box, you voted against me. How many? 49. If I obsess about them for the next five years, who were they? Who were they? Get all their details. And then, ah, I heard you didn't vote for me this time, huh? Right? All my energy. What am I doing? I'm wasting my opportunity to do something useful. Yes or no? Yes. Take a deep breath in. Say out loud, I will. Not waste, not waste a single opportunity, a single opportunity to, do to do something useful. useful. Right? And when you're speaking in public, is that an opportunity to do something useful or not? Yes. It is. I will not waste it. I will not let fear take away my ideas or my energy or anything like that. I will not let a heckler in the audience take away that. I will not let a negative person impact me with that. No. I got to believe in myself. Ralph Waldo Emerson, he said, to be the great public speaker is not the one who knows a lot of things, but one who is inwardly drunk with a certain belief. Now don't get carried away with the word drunk. All right? Drunk with a certain belief. You have to be drunk with a certain belief, which means 
that idea should possess you. All right. So that really is how to overcome stage fear. I'm going to break it down into a couple of things. Preparation, very important. Do not underestimate the power of preparation. I've been into professional speaking 15 years. I prepare. Not that I have to memorize things, but I want to figure out who is this audience? What are their challenges? What should I share with them? That's preparation. Do not walk into anywhere unprepared. All right. That's very important. Preparation. Number two is uh, be fully in the moment. Be fully in the moment, which means you will find a lot of material in the moment to connect with the audience. Be in the moment, not inside your head. A lot of people in public speaking, you know why the fear is? You're inside your head. You're memorizing your lines. You're not in the moment. The moment is light. People are enjoying. They're playful. But no, I'm where? Am I in the moment? No, I'm where? I'm inside my head. Which was the first point? Which was the second point? So you're inside your head. So step outside your head into the moment, right? When you're in the moment, you will see it's not that big a deal. The audience doesn't know all the things I memorized. Even if I skip a few, no big deal. The audience doesn't know the sequence of my speech. Even if I jumble it, wouldn't make a difference as long as I can make it sound good. Right? Very interesting thing right here at Mayor World School. Chairman's debate. I was invited as the judge. We were, me and my wife were, and I had to give my talk. And, you know, at the, at the stage, there was a podium just like this. Nice one. Very nice quality. Wooden podium. It had Mayor World School here. And here it had the mic which said Billah. That was probably the guy who supplied the mic. If I'm in my head, I would not notice that. But I'm not in my head. Where am I? In the moment. So what happens? I go onto stage and I say, good morning, everyone. My name is not Billa. <laughs> Great place to start, isn't it? Everybody had a good laugh. Nerves calmed down. Great place to start. What am I doing? In my head or in the moment? In the moment. When can I come in the moment when my fear goes down? How will my fear go down a little? I'll say, I see a little bit of myself in you. And I hope you see a little bit of yourself in me. I see myself in you. Young, uncertain. I'm still young, by the way. <laughs> uncertain, ambitious, eager to learn. And I, I see a part of me inside you. And I'm sure you also see a part of yourself inside me. That way our fear goes down. And this is written in our scriptures also, in the Indian scriptures also. When you see that humanity, we are all one, that it's not a big deal. You're not from another planet. You did not, Elon Musk did not bring you all in from Mars today. You're human, just like me. You have same challenges and your audience also does the same. Your fear goes down. With me so far? Deep breaths always help. You don't necessarily have to do it on stage, but backstage, do this. Inhale, hold, exhale. If you're wearing one of those new watches, which I don't wear, you will see that your heart rate will go down in the process. Try this. Deep breath in. Hold. Smile on your face. Exhale. You will see your heart rate will go down a little bit in this process. If you have fidgety hands and legs, some of, some of kids do this. You do this when you're sitting or when you're on stage. You have these involuntary movements of hand and feet. Try this. Both feet firmly on the ground now. Do it now. Put both feet firmly on the ground. Put your hands on your knees. Put your hands on your knees. 
Take another deep breath in. Inhale. And notice that your body is completely still right now. Okay? Even if you have the urge to move your hands or feet, you're not doing it, but you're in stillness. Take another deep breath. And exhale. When you're in a stressful situation, putting your hands on your knees or putting them like this really helps. Really helps to you, for you to be centered in the moment. All right? Deep breathing. Avoid caffeine before you go on stage, immediately before. If you like coffee, have it at least two to three hours before. If you have a coffee immediately before you go on stage, you'll be fidgety and nervous. You don't want that. Fluids. Um, if you have a dry mouth, do you? Sometimes I get that. If you have a dry mouth before you have to speak, use uh, gum. One hour before, not on stage, <laughs> right? If you're using chewing gum before, one hour before, you're increasing the flow of saliva in your mouth, you will, um, uh, you will not experience the dry mouth sensation when you're on stage. Oh, well, you have to look for some alternative that improves the flow of saliva to your... Ah, here's another alternative if you don't eat gum. Take a deep breath. Think of a nice uh, green lemon in your kitchen. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Think of, uh, you go inside your kitchen in your home. Yeah, everybody close your eyes. Go inside the kitchen of your home. On the shelf, do you see a green lemon? I want you to visualize a green lemon there. Yeah, nod your head if you can see it. Okay, pick up the green lemon. Bring it close to your nose. And smell the lemony lemonness of it, yes. Do you smell it? Nice. I want you to put it back on the shelf. Take your favorite kitchen knife. Cut this lemon into half. Yeah, do it now. All right. The lemon juice is flowing everywhere. Pick up the lemon now and squeeze it on your tongue. Bite it. Yes, that's right. Squeeze the lemon on your tongue. All right. Good. Open your eyes. A little bit more saliva flow in your mouth. All right. Good. <laughs> this is called mind hacking. With visualization, you can do that. Good. If you're like me and you drink a lot of water, and have a bottle handy and take sip. Take a sip. It's okay to take a sip. This is, um, you're not a, a performer. You're a speaker. It's not a movie shot going on. As Krishma Kapoor is saying, na, 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 and she's like, oh, I need a sip. Mm. And she, by the way, goes, oh, yes, sabun sabse badi hai. And you would not watch that advertisement, right? That's not acceptable. You have a Bollywood star. <laughs> You're not a performer. You're a speaker, influencer. You can take a sip of water. It's okay. Absolutely okay. But be prepared. You're on stage and now you're like, Pani, 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 Koi Pani la. <laughs> you know you need water. Keep it handy. Uh, I usually keep them unscrewed like this. I keep them in a corner. I take a sip and I leave the water in my mouth for a couple of seconds and then I go forward. It's absolutely okay. Um, your body reacts to when there is, I've been speaking for like 45 minutes now. This takes energy, yes or no? Which brings me to the next point. Get brain food. Eat well. Omega-3. Not necessarily the capsules. Those of you who eat fish, eat fish. If you don't, go for walnuts and other things like that. you got to watch your diet. If you have to speak for long durations of time, you have to fuel yourself. You know, your brain consumes a lot of calories. Much more than you think. So you have to fuel yourself with the right food. Avoid sugar, but those uh, get the right kind of nutrition in. One more thing before public speaking, very important. Visualization. Anybody knows what it is? 
visualization. Take a deep breath in. Close your eyes and imagine yourself in a nice beach resort in Goa right now. Good. Do you see the swimming pools around you? Hear the music? Feel the vibe? Anticipation building up? What will I, how will I have fun here? Good. Open your eyes. I mean, if you were able to see a resort or something of that sort in your mind, good. Maybe all of you won't be able to do it immediately, but if you train your mind, you see the swimming champion, Michael Phelps, he does visualization every time before he goes uh, for his races, for his uh, swimming competition. Visualization, very powerful tool, which is to anticipate the situation, play the situation how you would like it to be. Visualization is how you would play, like the situation to be, you create it in your mind and you intensify that feeling. You with me? Music, powerful tool, goes with visualization. You all have a soundtrack that you listen to, it puts you in good, good emotions, yes? All right, pick that. Before, play it, imagine yourself on stage, see yourself standing there confidently delivering what you're talking, see the audience as well, I do that, see the audience. How, are they, how would you like them to, your ideal audience? This is like blank canvas and you've been given an opportunity. How will your audience react? And I, you can picture them smiling, laughing at ease, connecting with you, listening to you. And then you picture the clothes, right? And then you run this in your mind. How many times? Three, four, five, six times. You with me on this? This is visualization. It will take practice. It will give you tremendous results. We all play movies in our minds, yes or no? Including you guys there at YouTube. All of you do. But most of us are playing horror movies, right? Talk about public speaking, you're imagining, I'm just walking up to the podium and suddenly the stairs, they collapse. And I have fallen and everybody's laughing, ha 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 ha, right? You imagine the worst case scenarios, don't you? Yes or no? Everything possible. But you got to train your mind and you can do it with practice. Train your mind to look for how you would like it to be. All right? Where are a lot of people focusing? How? Negative, it's default. Is default. I go on stage, I'm, I can imagine myself, I'm freezing. I don't know what the next line is going to be. No. You do this. Do this. Try this. Put your favorite speaker on YouTube. Mute him. Don't mute me, by the way. Pick someone else for this exercise. Put your favorite speaker on YouTube. Mute him. All right? Put your favorite music track and then listen. And then you're looking at the hand, body language, hand movement, confidence, posture, audience interaction, all of those things you're getting from where? From this other guy, right? Or other girl, the speaker. Your music track will help you calm your mind and now you close your eyes and see yourself doing the same thing. And it improves. This is called vicarious learning. What's it called? Vicarious. V-I-C-A-R-I-O-U-S. Vicarious learning is learning by observing. There is learning by doing. We won't have enough opportunity for everybody. I can't get every single person up on stage. The question that you had earlier. I can't get every child unless I have a dedicated program for public speaking. But every child can experience vicarious learning. Which is by learning by observing other people. So go out and watch these people in action. Whether they happen to be in person or on YouTube or whatever material. Look. If you want to be a great actor, who will you learn from? You'll go to acting school and you will learn from... 
other great actors, yes or no? You'll take a little bit of Amitabh Bachchan, you'll take in a little bit of Akshay Kumar, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, or you know, uh, why just all the males or females too? And then you'll combine your own thing. You want to be a good public speaker? You'll take a little bit of this, take a little bit of that, take the good things, huh? And and combine and create your own style. Don't copy. Be an be an original. Do you know what? There is a place in China that sells all the most expensive paintings for only ten dollars a piece. Mona Lisa, Da Vinci, Van Gogh, all of them, $10 a piece. That's what, 800 bucks, 800 Indian rupees. But the originals are worth what? Millions and billions, right? And they're protected with bulletproof grass and they have their own bodyguards. Uh, that's what it is. Be an original. Take a deep breath in. Shake someone's hand on your right and left and remind them, be an original. Say it now. Sorry, not accepted. With more passion and conviction, be an original. Say it to the person sitting next to you. Be, be an, original. an original. Right? Because originals are valued. Originals are more expensive. Copies are cheap. You don't want to be a copy. You want to be an original. All right? So aim to be an original. Practice um, visualization. Feed your body and mind on the right stuff. Practice. Learn by observing. Prepare. Get your ideas together. Be in the moment, not in your head. Breathe while you are delivering. It's very important. Practice belly breathing. A lot of people are breathing from the chest. That's shallow breathing, especially when you sit like this. You know what happens? You contract your belly. The oxygen is not even going here. You're not taking in the full amount of oxygen that you can take. So learn to breathe from the belly. Hold your breath there. That's what good singers do. And good singers have to perform. They are, they are doing the belly breathing because you need, for vocals to be effective, you need the air coming out a lot more. You are exhaling a lot more than you are inhaling. You with me? Because you're speaking. When you're speaking, you're exhaling. So you need to breathe properly and therefore good belly breathing will help. Develop a habit of every now and then. So people won't even notice when you do it on stage. You've taken a deep breath. You've, you, you now, the oxygen is in your system. It helps your brain be more effective, your body be more effective. And that, those are some of the tips on overcoming your fear of public speaking. Thank you very much. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay, we'll take the next set of questions on the hottest topic in demand, communication skills. How can we make our communication skills impressive? More impressive. Okay, great. Uh-huh. Let's hear your question. How do you make sure your communication skills are strong enough to hold an audience? Okay. Very good question. How do I engage people? Hold the interest of an audience, especially a young audience, which have very little attention span. The audience which grew up on reels. <laughs> no, you guys didn't. <laughs> Thank you. Good questions. All right. Two very important questions have come up on communication skills. One is, how do I keep my audience engaged? And second is, how do I make them impressive? Listen, if you go onto stage with the desire to impress other people, you're going to be stressed. Remember we talked about the, the fear earlier? Yeah? The stage fright earlier? If I go to stage with the expectation to impress, I will have a lot more of fear. I should go on stage to express, not to impress. Because you know what? In the real world, no matter how hard you try, some people are never going to be impressed with you, right? So why bother burning your calories there? Instead, use your energy to do what? To express, okay? So, take this burden off your shoulders. Ki mujhe impress karna hai. No. Mujhe express karna hai. I gotta express my ideas. 
there will be some who will like it, some who won't like it, and that's okay. That's called, that's called, some will like it, some won't. That's called, I'll take this chocolate. That's called reality. <laughs> That's called? Reality. Welcome to reality. Welcome to planet Earth. Until you get your own planet, this is how it works here. Some people will like you, some won't, and that's okay. Jack Canfield, my trainer, said this. Some will. Repeat after me, please. Some will. Some, will. some won't. Some won't. So what? So what? Someone's waiting. Someone's waiting. Let's say it once more. Some will. Some will. Some won't. So what? So what? Someone's waiting. Someone's waiting. Right? So this, this will take a burden off your shoulders. So I have to impress everyone. My mom used to give me this blessing every time I would go for a talk. Right? When I was a kid. I was, and then, then I grew up. I said, Mom, no. There's too much of pressure to do this. Sabkuch express Right? Sabkuch express When you do that, now the charge is with whom? I have to impress who has the authority. It's their decision, right? I have to express who has the authority. Where would you like the authority to be? Keep it with you. Learn to express, not to impress. Take that burden off your shoulder. And remember, some will, some won't. So what? Someone's waiting. That's all right, right? Some will like it, some won't. You move on. Answering the second question, how do I keep the audience engaged? Have you noticed something that I've been doing here since the morning to keep you engaged? Interaction. Interaction, okay. Voice modulation, correct. We go up and we go down and we create surprise and we create emotion. And then again, we create enthusiasm. And then we make you think. And then we make you come alive. And then I make you breathe. And what else? Activities, activities. Have activities for your audience, right? Shake someone's hand on your right and left. Look them in the eye and tell them, it's gonna be a beautiful day. Say it now, please. Do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> what is this? Activity. But what is this also? The word starts with V. What am I providing here? The word starts with visualization. Okay, that's a tool. What am I providing here? The word starts with V. Vision. No. Variety. Yes or no? People love variety. Yes or no? Some of you are not sure. We should check your wardrobes. <laughs> or your footwear collection. Or your perfume collection. <laughs> or whatever collection. Human beings love variety. Or where you go out for dinner, or what you order from Zomato, or Swiggy, or those places. We love variety. Give your audiences variety. Variety of tone, variety of content, humor, jokes, stories, anecdotes, things they can relate with, activities, move around, be energetic. It's, it's a transfer of energy. Good public speaking is what? That's answering your question. It's a transfer of energy. From whom to whom? The other way around is dangerous. What you have a sleepy audience, for example, I don't have a sleepy audience, not at all. But if I have a sleepy audience and the transfer of energy happens the other way around, the audience has managed to convince the speaker, <laughs> it's time to go to bed now, right? That's a dangerous scenario. 
that the speaker should infect the audience with his or her energy. Do it by being authentic. By being authentic. What you might find impressive is people in their speeches promising you the word. You know, after this speech, your life will never be the same again. Really? 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 I don't think so. You've been in speeches like that? And if the opening line is, and if we create the video thumbnail like Sansani Wala, it works, yes or no? There's people who fall for it, millions of views. You've been in speeches like that before? What if that is the opening line? Suddenly you're like, what? Really? You become more suspicious, right? More judgmental. You with me? So be authentic. Be authentic. Very important. If that is the line you need to say to get their attention, I'm going to change everything or you're going to change everything, probably you did not work on your content very well. Right? So two or three things to sum up my answer to this question, both for a good speech to impress and to engage. Clarity. Simplicity. You don't have to go open the dictionary to pick up heavy words to impress your audience. Wrong strategy. Pick up simple everyday examples that people can laugh at, they can engage with simplicity. The world is already very complex. People need more simplicity. Authenticity. Honesty. Bring that to the table. Humor. Varieties, stories, bring that to the table. Stories, you don't have to pull them off from the internet. Bring from your own life. Remember the story that I told you about what was written on the podium? I did not read it from the internet. It's my story. Can somebody copy it? It's very hard to. It's my personal experience. So look for stories from your own life. When I was in grade six, this competition happened. I did this. That's your own story. Nobody can copy it and people would want to listen to it. So originality. That's another key there, right? And um, of course, energy, your energy. Now the question is, is it all physical energy that's operating here? No, you're probably too young to understand. But somebody who's able to influence you is also using a lot of spiritual energy. A lot of spiritual energy. With physical energy, you can go to the gym and lift weights. With spiritual energy, you can move the world. But that's a discussion for another day. For you, a good place to start would be to use your inner energy would be visualization. What would it be? Every day, spend some time doing this. Listen carefully, guys. Create a separate notebook. If you really want to take this seriously, I know only one or two out of you will do it. But those who will do it, you will experience tremendous results. Create a separate diary, nice diary. Label it, what do I want from my life? What do I have to label on it? Who do I want to become? What do I want? Every day, write. Where do I want to live? Write in detail. I want to live. If you want to live in California, Southern California, which district, which zip code, right? Write it in as much detail. And what am I, where am I going? Grocery shopping, right? Write it in detail. That's one. 
I want to work for that certain company, write down in detail. I want to open my own company, write down in detail. I want to look like that person. I want to have a physique like that person, write down in detail. I want to have X amount of money or that sort of lifestyle, write down in detail. This is your dream diary. What's it called? Dream, dream diary. And then when you're feeling low, pick it up. Make yourselves a cup of coffee or tea or hot chocolate. Sit somewhere in a corner alone. Put on your favorite track once again. You have all the tra track that motivates you. Put it on. Read your diary. Take a deep breath and remind yourself it's possible. What do you have to say? It's possible, it's possible right? And absorb that material in. You know why? Because you're already absorbing a lot of nonsense on social media. Which is not true which pulls you down. The world is coming to an end. Recession in 2023. Are you prepared for it? No jobs, blah, blah, blah. Pollution is going to kill you and did this, etc. You know, the doomsday predictors, they are predicting every day the world is going to come to an end. And you read it and you consume it and you absorb it and you believe in it. I want you to change that. Instead of that, pick up your what diary? The dream diary. Make yourselves a nice cup of cappuccino or uh, something. Sit in a corner, read it, let that be your source of motivation. Make sense? Good discussion so far? You've been a wonderful audience. Thank you. We'll see you back soon.